Now that voice you heard about 20 seconds ago, Antonio Garcia, joining us here in the Freak Nation, GTLM podium winner uh, of the class at the Roval there in Charlotte, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And a lot of, you know what? It was a lot of media people bitching and moaning about the the wet fest when it came to the NASCAR uh, Xfinity race there yesterday afternoon. But watching what you did in the IMSA Sports Car Series, uh, it looks like you welcomed that type of weather to to race a sports car in. Am I assuming that that's wrong? I mean, it was very, very difficult conditions for sure. I mean, maybe for the show it was, I think, great. Uh, for us, especially the, the first few laps in the dark and in under a lot of rain, it was very, very scary to start with. But then, yeah, once you get going, it starts to get a little bit more fun. And once you realize you have fast cars, then it gets way funnier. <laughs> Explain that, though. When you talk about it being scary, is it because with such rain, such water on the track that you are driving on a razor's edge? It could go horribly wrong real quick. Uh, yeah, mainly that. I mean, and, and especially being at night and other than the spray, if you are following other cars, like at night, you cannot see how much standing water there is on the track. So you are guessing uh, where are the puddles, basically, because all you see, especially from the artificial light, is like a complete glass. So it's like racing on top of a swimming pool, So, but you don't know how deep it is. And yeah, it was very, very scary initially because you were aquaplaning everywhere. And yeah, once you figure out where the paddles are, then you start to relax a tiny bit, if you can say that. Antonio Garcia crossed the finish line first at the Charlotte Roval last night. An IMSA race in the worst conditions you could imagine. Rain standing on the track, dark, against some tough competition. Antonio, is there any way you could test your own ability to know that you could stand up against this, all the elements, all the competition, and have faith in yourself that you could get there and get the job done? Yeah, I mean, this season has been great for us. I mean, ever since we come back from lockdown, uh, we seem to, to be really, really fast with this new Corvette CHR. So, we won a lot of races, and I mean that puts us in in a very good condition or position for towards the end of the championship. But yeah, it feels like the CHR likes every every single condition. Now, so far, we won at night during the day in the rain. So yeah, I mean we have a very very nice car to drive for sure. What is it about this car? When this car first came out and you guys first started testing it, could you just tell, holy cow, this is going to be a beast to reckon with? I mean, first of all, for all you know, I mean, the C8 was a complete uh, change on on how the Corvettes were on over the past year. So moving the engine to the, to the middle or actually almost to the back of, of the car that gives a complete different feeling. Uh, it's more like a race car and when you drive it, it definitely feels that way. So on every single condition now it works and aerodynamics, uh, weight distribution, I think is the biggest gain. And, and yeah, that's the biggest thing, uh, new cars and it's, and it's really, really going well. So 
Yeah, 24 hours of Daytona was our debut and probably is the worst race you can go to because it's the longest of the season and for sure being a new car, you you find many different issues you need to fix. So that's not the easiest for the car. But once we figured that out and during lockdown, our engineers didn't quite stop working and mm. and we showed that uh, every since we come back in July, uh, we won many many races so yeah our car is running really really good and yeah very very happy with that antonio garcia how did you keep your confidence in this new corvette from january when you ran the car at daytona to july when the season resumed you had no idea what was going to happen with the car but you kept the confidence and your confidence turns out to be well placed uh, yeah, they did. And I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing to know that you have, um, an amazing team behind you of engineers, mechanics. And for sure, it was a very, very difficult time for everybody. I mean, we were under lockdown and I mean, fortunately, the, the, all the engineers can take their laptops home so they can still work in mm-hmm. from home. So that's the biggest advantage. So whenever the mechanics could go back to work uh, basically they had almost everything that they had to rebuild new pieces and everything almost ready to to go in the on the on the CHR so yeah I would say it might actually help us a little bit because right on lockdown we were about to race at Sebring the 12 hours so I wouldn't say that probably this lockdown helped us in a way because we had a tiny bit more time to to prepare ourselves so but that's how the situation was none of us wanted this with this current situation for sure but we we took advantage so we just carry on working as much as as we could and yeah that's that's the proof uh, all that work pay out with all the wins we are getting Antonio Garcia joining us here in the Freak Nation. He's the man. What is it now? Five wins out of six races this year for Jordan Taylor and Antonio Garcia. This last one coming in the wet at the Charlotte Roval. And, you know, it's one thing to be on lockdown and to be kind of frustrated and what's going on with my race team. But another thing that's just crazy with all of this is you traveling back and forth to Spain. How has that been for you? And especially when you first came back in July. Uh, I actually came back on in the middle of June because we didn't know how the quarantine periods will work. So I actually came in over 14 days in advance. So and I self-quarantined myself just to be sure I had no issues to race in on the July 4th race in Daytona. So and the, during the first period we stayed over, so I didn't go back to to Spain during that period. So. It was hard, for sure. I mean, going around the country, not not being able to see your family for over two months. But uh, yeah, that's that's how it was. So now I'm able to fly a little bit more frequently to to Spain, so I can get to see my family a little bit. So, but it's a very very crazy times at the moment. So. I hope we can get back to normal and get back to our lives. And I'm sure everybody wants that for sure.
I see your black masks on the podium and that's cool and all, but I want to know that you're wearing a badass C8R mask on your plane so you can pimp this massive car that you guys are beasting around the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have several different masks. So that's the one I was actually carrying inside my my race suit. So <laughs> because now, yeah, now in these times, as soon as you take off your helmet, you need to be ready for that. So, yeah, that's the one I had. Another part of our clothes. Antonio Garcia was in the number three Corvette that won the Charlotte Roval last night in the rain, terrible conditions. Antonio, athletes don't practice in bad conditions generally, but race car drivers, in particular sports car drivers, they have to practice or at least prepare. Do you ever get on a wet track and actually drive the car to see how it's going to work in conditions that everybody else generally would stay home? Uh, I mean, every time it rains, um, unless it's not safe enough, you, you want to get out there and, and practice. So not only for you, but also for, for the car setup. So everything changes and especially for the need for a new car, you need to know how the car behaves in these conditions. But I mean, it's, I've been racing for over 30 years now since I started in go-kart. So, and back in the day, I remember when, I was six, seven, eight year old. Every weekend it was raining. My father would put me in. We will get in the car, go to a race car, to a go-kart uh, racetrack and start practicing in the wet. So oh. I believe, I believe that helps for sure. All these years of experience, seven from when I was seven and all the way in my career. I mean, it's not rain is not that often, but you need to, yeah, you need to practice. For sure, and maybe yesterday wins for sure. Uh, all your experience helps on on this kind of wins, and when you need to kind of improvise or not really know what the con- the track condition would be, so as soon as you do one or two laps, you you need to adapt to that to those conditions, and yeah, that's that's when experience comes to to be very very important. Are you a big fan of Spanish football players specifically? I'm not a super football fan. I mean, I, I really like, I mean, once in a while I, I watch football and I like Real Madrid, which is probably one of the best teams in the world in, in European football. And, but yeah, I mean, I like a little bit and, and I know names for sure. Well, I was just curious who is, who in your opinion is the greatest Spanish footballer ever? I would say Raul. Raúl, or I would say in Spanish, Raúl, which is a right. player from Real Madrid. I mean, he's now retired, but he, for me, he was probably the best. I mean, we we have a very good national team. I mean, we we got to to win the World Cup only once, but we got to do that. And and I would say the whole team was really really good. Not only one player. So yeah. Could Jordan Taylor? I mean, Rodney Sandstorm compete with <laughs> European football? I don't know how he would fit in that, but yeah, it would be fun for sure. (laughs) I mean, he's got a wicked leg that just won't stop moving. You figure he's got to kick a goal in eventually. Uh, Yeah, at some point. I mean, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) it would be, we can, we can give it a try. I mean, we can set up a, a soccer ball here and, and let him, let him, let him give it a try and, and see how he does. Do you have an alter ego like your co-driver, Jordan Taylor? 
I don't. I'm very boring guy. Oh, I think. Stop it. No, you're not. <laughs> Tell you what, man, I'd love to have a boring dude like you when we get some monsoon weather in Phoenix or some floods in Southern California to drive my damn car, Broham. Seriously. You could be our safe driver. Hey, man. <laughs> You're uh, amazing in the West. Enjoy your time in the States prior to the race coming up here in a couple of weeks, oh, buddy. Petit Le Mans. Petit Le Mans. Thank you. All right. Uh, Statman, you watched that rain fest. Uh, unfortunately, we were tied up, didn't get a chance to see it. You're not a big fan of running in puddles such as that. I don't mind r- driving in the rain. You have to sometimes in sports cars. But last night was dangerous, and I don't think – I think that it, they were kept out there, especially at the beginning of the sports car race and throughout the Xfinity race, just to make a TV show and not to put drivers in that kind of uh, danger. I think is unconscionable. It was it was bad. Do you think, or have you heard if any of the drivers were voicing their opinion that it was dangerous outside of the comments we've heard from? Garcia and AJ Allmendinger in the Xfinity series. Do you think they were voicing their opinions or did they hold their opinions to themselves? I think they were voicing their opinions on the radio to their crews, but I don't think that they would want those being made public uh, because drivers are supposed to look at danger and laugh at it. Um, But, you know, if something happened, to somebody last night, the, the two Porsches in the IMSA race were out in the first 20 minutes of the uh, uh, 100-minute race. Both Porsches were out because of crashes in the uh, in the rain. That was entirely unnecessary. And, um, you know, it just, to me, the rain became the race and not the race. And that's not what you tune in for. And unlike Daytona last year, like A.J. Allmendinger was referencing, the 24 hours of Daytona I'm talking about, that was another absolute monsoon. Unlike that, that being 24 hours, there was not much they could do it when, the, when the rain came down in the middle of that. But with this, the rain was going on beforehand. It was a massive deal in the Xfinity race. Couldn't they have postponed it until today? Uh, they could have, but they got a TV show to fill. And uh, the part of the problem was uh, a couple of problems. One, NASCAR drivers aren't used to running in these kind of conditions. Sports car drivers are. Uh, And the fact that they got through the race with as much uh, skill as they did tells you that they're better drivers than people give them credit for. And two, all the walls that they have around that the Roval didn't allow the water to go anywhere. So it, it was bad. It was bad.